and welcome to the Journey to Self-Love podcast. I am your host and your guide, Sharon D. Meadows. If you've been here before, welcome back. If this is your first time, welcome. You may be wondering who I am if you don't know me. I am an inspirational speaker, a transformative teacher, and the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Journey to a New You. Today, someone sent me a DM, well, yesterday, and they wanted me to talk about overcoming being alone and um, how do you walk in your, your single season. And so I recorded a podcast on that, but something occurred to me before we get to being alone and, and being comfortable with being alone or, or either being uncomfortable with being alone, um, something else occurred to me that we need to, there's a step that we need to take before we get there to that part. And so that's what I want to talk about in this episode. Now, if you've been here before, um, you know I don't script my podcast um, is from straight experience um, because that's the, to me that's the best teacher. So it's not what I read or what someone told me or something that I heard somewhere else. It's what I've actually experienced in my own life. So the thing that I want to talk about before we can, we'll get to the how do we get okay with being alone. We'll get to that part um, in another episode. But in this episode, I want to talk about what do you want? What do you want? So several years ago, so I'm divorced and I've been divorced for, uh, I guess, nearly 13 years, I think. But um, previously, <laughs> when I was married, um, I took a road trip with my former husband and we went to Vegas. We went to Las Vegas. I'm not a big gambler. He like he likes to gamble, but I'm not a gambler, but we, we made a compromise. We'll go to Vegas and you can do your gambling thing if I can go to the Grand Canyon. So the compromise was we would go to Vegas, hang out in Vegas, see a couple of shows, let him do his gambling thing, and then I and then we would uh, take a car out and we would go to the Grand Canyon. So that was our plan. So we go to Vegas for a couple of days, hung out. wasn't as you know wasn't bad. I you know you know I enjoyed the shows, saw the Lion King and some other things and. Um, he did his gambling thing, and then it was time to go to the Grand Canyon, which was my highlight. So we get in the car, we're driving, we stop at Hoover Dam, we stop at Lake Mead, which at that time, it was absolutely breathtaking, and then we proceed on to the Grand Canyon. Now, if anyone has ever driven from Las Vegas to the Grand Canyon, you know that's quite a drive. <laughs> so... 
while we're driving, we're listening to Dr. Ed Young on the radio preaching a sermon on communication. He's doing a teaching on communication. So after it was over, I turned off the radio and I said, I want to communicate on that level, the, the one that he was just talking about. And I said, I feel like we communicate at a superficial level. And so what Dr. Young was breaking down is that most people communicate at a surface surface level because they don't want to rock the boat and they don't want to make things, you know, shake things up. So they don't really go beneath the surface. So I, I said, I want to go beneath the surface. So we start the conversation. And what it boiled down to was, are you getting what you need in this marriage? Are you getting your needs met? That's what the conversation turned into. Now, I'm going to tell you, that conversation got so intense, <laughs> I thought one of us was going to have to walk to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> so so I get it why people don't communicate below the surface, because it can, if you, if you get real, real, it can get intense. And it did. So we had the conversation. <clears throat> Excuse me, I need a drink of water. We had the conversation. We went to the Grand Canyon and we had a wonderful time. Fast forward one month, I'm in the restroom in the morning getting dressed to start my day. And my former husband walks in the restroom and he goes, It's been a month since we had that conversation. And so he wanted to have part two. Part two consisted of us talking about what our needs really were. So he expressed himself first. And then when it was my turn, I said, well, what about my needs? My needs are not being met. And he looked me dead in my eyes and he said, you have needs? <laughs> this is a true story. This is a true story. The man that I was married to had a list of needs. He had a long laundry list of needs that he said weren't being met. And then when I said, what about my needs? He said, oh, you have needs. And I said, yes, I have needs and they're not being met. And then he said, well, what are your needs? And I went silent. And he was probably thinking, mm -hmm, that's what I thought. <laughs> because he walked out of the restroom. I couldn't answer the question, so he walked out. This is a true story. I could not answer the question. What do you need? What are your needs? You want to know why I couldn't answer the question? I couldn't answer the question because I had never taken the time to sit with myself and figure out what it was that I needed. So let me ask you a question. And this is in all fairness to my former husband. How on earth could he meet a need that I didn't even know I had? 
If you don't know what it is that you need, you can't even articulate it. And if you don't take the time to figure out what it is that you need, what it is that you want, if you don't take the time to figure it out, you'll know that something is not being met, but you won't even know what it is and you'll be frustrated like I was. Unfulfilled like I was. That marriage ended in divorce, obviously. (laughs) But my point is this. There are people listening to me right now where there is something that you need. There's something that you want. Whether it's in your career, whether it's in your personal romantic life, with your relationship, with your marriage, whether it's with your friendships, whether it's with your body, your your health and wellness, there are things that you need, things that you want. But if I were to pose the question to you and present it to you and say, what is it that you need? What is it that you want? A lot of people on here couldn't even answer the question. You know you want something. But you haven't taken the time to sit with yourself and be honest with yourself and figure out what it is. So how are you going to get it? I read something the other day. It said, if you don't know where you're headed in the direction that you're going, any road will take you there including the wrong one. If you don't have any direction, if you don't know where you're headed, any road will take you there. But if you have clarity, clarity, true clarity on what it is that you want, what it is that you need, then you can move in the right direction, going the right way. Excuse me. Give me one moment. I need to take a quick water break. Don't go anywhere. We're going to finish this conversation. Stay with me. Thank you for staying with me and welcome back. Let's get back to it. Okay. So before the break, we talked about where I was talking about. Knowing what you want and knowing what you need in any area of your life, that's how you get it. Because if you don't, if you can't identify what it is, how are you going to get it? You don't even know what it is, right? So having clarity in what you need and what you want in any area of your life sets you up in the position to actually achieve it. So I'm going to tell you what I do with my coaching clients. Before we do anything, when I bring on a new coaching client, before we do anything, anything, I have them to get clarity on their goals. And how do I do that? I have them take out a piece of paper, write down one, two, three. I tell them if they want to do more, they can, but my requirement is only one, two, three. And I... I tell them to sit with themselves and be honest 
and write down what their top three goals in life are. This is what they're going after. Most times, it takes them a while to come up with the three things. Now, some people, I had one, one, one young lady, she rattled it off right off the top of her head. <laughs> she had clarity. She was like, uh, I, want, I want this, I want this, and I want this. I said, okay, well, now that we know what you want, now we need to set up the strategic plan with the right behavior to achieve it. But she knew right off the top of her head, this is what I want. This is, I want this, this, and this. I had another young lady. She still has not provided the list to me. And it's been several days. She texted me and she said, I'm, I'm still thinking about it. And that's okay. It's okay. But you have to be able to sit with yourself to identify what it is that you really, really want in life. I, I use need and want interchangeably. Um, going back to the, the, the before the break, and I talked about my trip to the Grand Canyon with my former husband. And, and he said, we talked about what we needed and our needs not being met. Um, I think a lot of times, sometimes people talk about what you need versus what you want. I think a lot of times what you need is what you want. I think sometimes, oftentimes, they are the same thing. You need it because it is what you want. Or you want it because it's what you need. So, I don't want to get too lost, lost in the sauce with that. But a lot of times it's the same thing. What you want, you want it because you need it. What you need, you need it because you want it. Think about that. Think about that. But you have to be able to sit with yourself and, and cut out all the distractions and be have an honest conversation with yourself. I was in a situation before where... In where I was trained when I'm engaging a prospective client to start off the conversation with this. Can we have a real conversation? I don't want to give away all my techniques, but that goes a long way when you're talking to somebody. When you're talking to someone and, and you're being genuine and authentic with them, and you say, if you started off, especially someone you don't know, even if you do know them. But if you start off with, can we have a real conversation? You'd be surprised of the response that you'll get back. If your sales professionals try it, thank me later. <laughs> but you'll be surprised if you have that conversation, that type of dialogue with yourself. If you say to yourself, can we have a real conversation? Can I have a real conversation with you? And get real with yourself. Yeah. Yeah, you can have a real talk with me. What do you want? What do you need? This is just you and yourself talking. A real conversation with yourself. This is how you 
get one, two, and three on that paper. Asking yourself, can I have a real conversation with you? There's nobody else around but you and yourself. When I sit with myself, me, myself, and I, and I say, Sharon D. Meadows, can I have a real conversation with you? And I say, yes. And then I say to myself, what do you want? I was on a mentorship call the other day. And my mentor, Wes, he said that there were nearly 200 people on the call. And he said, well, it was a video. It was a Zoom. And he said, put in the chat what it is that, that you want. Now, he had it so that you could only see your own answers. So you couldn't see what other people were saying. You could only see what you were saying. But what he did is he read them out loud. Now listen at this. I'm, I want to help somebody get clarity on what you want in life. So he said, what is it that you want? So he said, put it in the chat. The first thing that I put in the chat was freedom. So he started going down the list, reading off what everyone was putting in the chat. And there is nearly 200 people, may have been, been more than 200, but he was reading it off. Freedom, 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 freedom. And he was just reading off. And then financial freedom. So I put financial freedom. I changed it and I said financial freedom. And so he's reading freedom, freedom, financial freedom. He's reading this. He said, everybody's asking for freedom or financial freedom. And then as he's speaking to the, to everyone, he goes, are y'all locked in the house? Can you walk outside? He said, I'm getting concerned. Do I need to call the police to send them to anyone's home because you're being held hostage? <laughs> Y'all know where he was going with that, right? Freedom. He said, what does that mean? Are you stuck in the house? Is somebody keeping you in the house? And then he said, financial freedom. He said, what? He, he said, can you get it? Can you leave your house? Can you get in the car, drive to a restaurant, eat whatever you want and then pay for it? He said, you're financially free to do that. So what he was trying to do was to get us to go deeper. Like I said before the break, below the surface, get real with it. Get down in there. What is it that you really want? And as he was pulling this out and making everyone think differently about what they really wanted it hit me what I really wanted and I put it in the chat I had clarity and since then I've even become more clear on what it is that I wanted now because I have that level of clarity the only thing next is to figure out what the plan is to get it I'm so clear on what I want now. I even wrote, I got it written down on a piece of paper. I know what I want now. The only thing left to do 
is to get it. But now I know which direction I'm moving in. Makes sense. So friends, I challenge you in any area of your life that you don't feel fulfilled. Because the journey to self-love is not just about a relationship with someone else. Learn to love yourself and then you can love somebody else. It doesn't start there. It starts with learning to love yourself. And a part of that, a part of learning to love yourself is knowing what the hell you want in life. And if you don't take the time to figure out what you want, you will never, ever get it in any area of your life. That's my time, friends. Thank you so much for joining me. This is your friend, Sharon D. Meadows. Thank you. Love you for all the love and support. I see all the downloads and I see the followers on Spotify. I thank you for helping me to grow this podcast, to grow this platform. I'll see you the next time. Have a great one.